Welcome to the Modernize or Die podcast, conference edition. In this podcast, we spotlight upcoming Cold Fusion conferences and talk to organizers, workshop trainers, and speakers to uncover all the information you and your company needs to decide what conferences and workshops to attend and what sessions you need to see. Welcome to another episode of Modernizer Die Podcast, the conference edition. And today I'm lucky enough to have community member and server troubleshooter extraordinaire, Charlie Earhart. You're too kind, Kevin. <laughs> oh, welcome. Thank yeah. you, Bob. Glad you could make it. Uh, we're, we're obviously very proud to have you into the box again this year. And this year you're teaching a workshop as well. Yeah. And it's one I've done before. I did it at CF Summit back two years ago. And it was really, really well attended. Had a, nearly 100 people there, it looked like, and uh, got good feedback afterwards. And I'll basically be doing the same thing this time, just with a little bit of tweaking. Very good. So, what's the workshop about? Troubleshooting common CF and Lucy server challenges. It's not about coding practices and coding challenges. You guys can have fun with that and the code wars and the katas and all that stuff. This is server challenges specifically. And so it's the kind of things that a lot of people do run into all the time. I can tell you that I deal with it every day with people. That's what I do for a living is troubleshoot servers for people and with people, especially with people. I love to guide people through it. So this is really an outgrowth of the work that I do every day. I help people with these things. And so I put this workshop together a couple of years ago, you know, just laying out a lot of the information. So, I mean, we'll cover such broad ranging things as, you know, CF for Lucy. And again, if I say CF, I mean Lucy almost always. They're the same challenges and the same solutions and the same um, diagnostics. But so, um, you know, high CPU problems, high memory problems, requests hanging, requests crashing, the server crashing, um, you know, just on and on and on, um, taking a long time to stop or start the instance. And most people, when they run into these problems, if they notice it, they'll go Googling to try to find answers and they'll find all kinds of different answers out there. Sometimes the answers are right and sometimes the answers are wrong. I can tell you that I help a lot of people where I'm coming in and they've tried five or six different things, tweaking JVM arguments or manually tuning some configuration setting. And maybe by the time they come to me, they've tried five or six things. And so sometimes I have to clean up that mess. It just happened today, uh, happened another time earlier this week. It's not at all uncommon. But another challenge is that sometimes people don't even know things are happening. Like obviously you'll know if, if it's crashing, you'll know if your requests are hanging, if you are the one that runs it or if your user tells you. But oftentimes there are problems happening and no one's telling you. You don't know it, you don't notice it because you don't have the right diagnostic tools. And so a lot of what this workshop is going to be about is not only identifying these common problems and how to understand them and how to solve them, but insofar as understanding them, how do you diagnostically tell that they're happening? Because again, so many people don't have any insight. They regard CF or Lucy as a black box. It's either up or it's not, right? And if it's not working well, you restart it. Cross your fingers, <laughs> hope you fix the problem. And that's, you know, again, I've been around doing CF for over 20 years. I know that's what most people do. And maybe many times it helps, but usually it's not the solution, right? It's just a Band-Aid. It's like, you know, literally putting a Band-Aid on a cancer. That's not going to help. You really need to get the cancer out. 
And that's what I do is help people find, you know, the cancers that are making things not work well for them. Okay. So, yeah. So, obviously, anytime your <laughs> CF server goes down, that's pretty important. So, this will help you identify when it's having problems and also help people figure out what to do once they do find those problems. And obviously it sounds like you're the right person to lead this workshop shoot because you've been doing it for a long time. You want to tell us a little more about your history of how you started with this troubleshooting and sort of how it's evolved and how you're very busy now? Yeah, sure. Yeah, no, and it is. It's great. It's all I do. People would be surprised. You know, I use this joke all the time. Is I say, all right, so let me see. You, you work with this thing, Cold Fusion or Lucy, DFML that everybody says is dying and you just do troubleshooting you don't do development and you have a satisfaction guarantee son you're never going to make it in this business you know you're never going to be able to make a living doing this but i'm as busy as ever and i've been doing it now for about you know uh, 13 years yeah 13 14 years um just focused on the troubleshooting many people know i've been in cf since you know 98 that's when I started working with 97, 98. And at first I was a developer like everybody. And I then in the 99, 2000, I started doing training and did that for a couple of years. And then I worked with the folks that did Blue Dragon and was kind of their evangelist. And that's when I started getting involved in server level stuff, understanding the challenges, especially of um, implementation and deployment. And especially back then deployment on multiple Java app servers, you know, like, um, WebLogic and WebSphere and Tomcat and Serverlet Exec, which they made. But anyway, so that started my getting into the server level stuff more with CF. Of course, I had done some because if you install CF yourself, you know, and again, I'm talking about back then, they were all there was was CF. Um, you learn some things, but a lot of people, I understand it, they just install it, or maybe somebody else installs it, and they don't understand anything about it, and they just use it. And then when things go wrong, they you know, said got to Google to try to find the answers. Besides doing this, you know, really just for the past you know, 13 years, um, some people know that before I even got into Cold Fusion, I was also uh, in system administration. It was in mainframes. It was a very interactive mainframe. Uh, so, you know, people think of mainframes as like paper tapes and spinning, you know, uh, reels, but, you know, not by the time I was getting into it in the mid to late eighties, it was online, you know, interactive applications. It was almost tantamount to building web applications. It was very interactive. It was on 3270s, but anyway, <laughs> so I did a little bit of that development in my early years. And then by about 87, 88, I had really started to get into system administration in that world. And back in the mainframe world, you know, it was called systems programming and there were a lot of concepts that I learned in troubleshooting things then, and they were, you know, huge billion record databases. People, again, young young folks these days, <laughs> they think everything was done on acoustic couplers and punch cards. But no, back even in the 80s and early 90s, I was working with really huge um, database systems. And so problems that we have today were happening then. And so a lot of the things that I learned back then just applied nicely to what I've gone on to do now. And I got taught by some wonderful people and now I try to just pay it forward and teaching others. That's a lot of what I do every day is not just fix the problem, but I really strive, you know, strive to teach people because I want, and that was the other part of it. I'm teaching people how to do my job so they don't need me anymore. And that's why <laughs> I said, you're never going to make it. This is no, no business. But the good news is that I only, you know, uh, have to help people a couple times, a few times 
per year. And we'd solve that problem. And they may or may not follow up again with another issue or come back to me to be reminded of something. And I just kind of like Johnny Appleseed, I get to go from you know, client to client to client of every size and sort and size of teams and levels of experience. And I just help people wherever they are. And so yeah. this workshop, again, is sharing a lot of that information so people know, you know how to take the ball and run with it. That'll be the goal. You're, you're going to come out of this workshop with much clearer understanding of several of these very common challenges that people hit and how to go about solving them. Cool. So what level or expectations do you have of the attendees coming to this workshop? Um, anything? Is there anything specific that, you know? Yeah, no, the good news, like I said, is that I'm used to dealing with people who maybe don't know much at all. Like all they know is they may have installed it, but heck, sometimes they haven't even installed it. And it's just, you know, they need their thing to work. So I'm used to dealing with people at all those different levels. And of course, in this kind of workshop, I'm standing up there in front of, you know, all the people and I'm just going to try to present the information at a level that even someone who's never looked at a log before or never looked at a monitoring tool before will will be able to come out understanding it. And then, of course, the challenge is trying to find a balance so that people that are experienced don't feel like they're being you know, wasting time. And again, I didn't get any feedback like that. Everybody seemed to be engaged the whole time. And um, I share so much that, you know, everybody's going to learn something. That's been my experience. You know very typical of the things that I do all the time. So yeah, I don't, you know, no one should hesitate depending on their level of experience, whether you're relatively new to this stuff or really pretty experienced, I think you're going to find you're going to learn stuff. And those who are new obviously won't learn everything, but those who are experienced won't know everything. And so everybody's going to pick up something. That's been my experience. Yeah. That sounds good. So obviously you've mentioned a few things that people learn on the workshop. Do you want to go into more detail? So do you want to give a little summary, a teaser of what they're going to get? Well, like I said, we're going to talk about things like, you know, the common problems, CF hanging up, CF you're running out of memory. Why is that happen? I mean, just use that as an example. So, I mean, it just came up again just this week. You know, people get um, an error and it says out of memory and their natural inclination is to think I got to raise my heap size and I'll help people to understand as I do all the time that no, that's not necessarily the right answer. First of all, the problem may have nothing to do with the heap. So you need to look at the logs and see what they say. And frequently, people are running into instead what's called metaspace or back in Java 7 and earlier perm size, uh, perm gen problems. And so I help people to understand how to find the right diagnostics in the right logs and then connect the dots to the right solution. And it's sometimes not what somebody else told them. You know, I've seen plenty of people. I was just looking over. I think you know that, yeah, you mentioned it on the podcast this week that I'd done a, a blog post specifically on the metaspace and my reasoning for suggesting that most people should just remove the max metaspace size. And we'll talk about that in the workshop, but I talk about that in the blog post. And I'll talk about, and I do in the blog post, how to monitor it and why Adobe said it. And I've made a feature request suggesting that they ought no longer set it. But those are the levels of details I'm going to get into and explain. And that's just one example of something like Metaspace, where um, if instead you go chasing, throwing, uh, you know, memory in the heap, that's not going to help at all. And I'll say that even throwing memory at the Metaspace is not the answer because usually it's not needed. And again, we're not going to get into the depths of it here. You can read the blog post, learn more. We'll cover some of it. But that's just an example of the kind of stuff where I'll help you to think more carefully 
about such issues and most specifically tell you where to look. So sometimes the challenge is people think they know where to look and they look, let's say, in, I'll say for confusion for a second, the application log or the exception log. You're not going to find anything necessarily about some of these problems in there. But it, and maybe you'll find the cold fusion outlog and it looks overwhelming and it's got a lot of stuff in it. You don't you give up and then you don't go any further. Well, it turns out these out of memory errors, they tend to be logged in the cold fusion error log, not the outlog, log. not the application log, not the exception log. So if you don't know where to look, you think there's no answer. And I'll strive to help people with each problem to know where to look, either in logs or in monitoring. And I'll tell you where the logs are, depending on the versions that you're on, either DF or Lucy, and they do change a little bit. But then I'll, I'll talk a lot about monitoring tools and whether they're ones that are built in. And I mean, even the lowest level ones that might be built in, like the old CF stat um, or the metrics log, those are better than nothing. Some people don't even have those on. But I'll certainly talk about uh, those on CF 2016 and earlier enterprise. I'll talk about the server monitor and talk about how to find these particular problems identified there. For those on CF 2018, you'll have the PMT. I'll talk about where in there to find things. And that's half the challenge for a lot of people is that maybe they're even on 2018 and they have the PMT, but they haven't set it up or they, it's too rich. They can't figure out where it is. And the same with Fusion Reactor. So whether you're on Cold Fusion, Standard Enterprise or Lucy, you can certainly use Fusion Reactor to solve these kind of problems. And people get often lost in thinking that they're just monitors and I don't want to sit around looking at a monitor. But again, I'm going to make it very clear and I have already done it. And so I know exactly what I'll say. Uh, I'll show you where for each of these kind of problems, where to look specifically in these tools. And it's sometimes not obvious. So wow, it's fun. So and again, the whole goal is to make people more self-sufficient. And then they can take the ball from there. So it sounds almost like you're going to cover like a cookbook style. Like if you get this type of error, this is what the type of thing you want to look for, where you should go. So that yeah. sounds really great. And it's all, you know, will build on itself and build and build and build. And I'll share little tips along the way that'll all just make you more and more capable. And that's why I said I'm confident that even someone who might think they're very experienced is going to learn something because there's just so many little things that I see every day and help people with. And I'm just going to try to bring that whole cookbook out on the table and we'll look at it together. Yeah, Very absolutely. cool. I mean, I know, I mean, we use Fusion Reactor a lot. We like Fusion Reactor. It's a great tool, but I have trouble just keeping up on that. I've been watching some of your, your Mikey Fluids uh, webinars on, you know, the updates they're bringing out to Fusion Reactor all the time. And that's hard to keep up. But like you say, the Adobe's PMT, that's performance monitoring tools. Monitoring tools, that, yeah. Yep. Just, you know, just making sure the acronym is right. Um, but right. yeah, and there's all sorts of other tools. It's hard to know all of them. And like you say, some companies, like we work with companies and some of them have Fusion Reactor and some of them have another set of tools. And, you know, we have to fit with whatever they have. And so that's why yeah, I think and this I'll talk is about great. some other APMs that are out there and other Java-based tools for those that don't have either of these, you can definitely find a lot of good stuff with various free or low cost Java tools as well. So I'll yeah. cover all that. And then, you know, not just those kind of problems, but also things like keeping Cofusion or Lucy up to date, keeping the JVM that underlies it up to date, understanding the things to be aware of when you're updating that and what are the choices that are available. And you probably have a whole workshop on the, on the connectors, right? <laughs> right. And that was the last thing I was going to say is the connector. So, you know, and keeping that, those up, keeping CF updated, keeping the JVM updated, 
keeping the connectors updated, and then tuning the connectors. And when we say connector, we mean the web server connector, uh, which in the case of CF, you know, you get to with the WS config tool, web server configuration tool. There's defaults that Adobe puts in that they're much better in 2016 and above. They were really bad in 10 and 11, but even in 2016 and above, as soon as you have more than two websites using a given connector, the default settings are not good. And so again, I'll talk about that stuff. I'll talk about understanding how the tuning knobs are there and how to decide among them and showing you the diagnostic tools that are available to help see that that's your problem. And sometimes it's a um, process of elimination. You know, all you know is that you put in a request and it either hangs or uh, it never responds or it comes back with a blank page. Yeah, there response. can be various reasons for that. And I'll walk through, having shown you all these different things, I'll walk through what are the approaches to use to try to figure out, well, what is that the cause? With the right tools, it might tell you immediately. And then sometimes the tools will say, I don't see it. Like, for example, if we see a request is hanging and you have a tool like Fusion Reactor or the performance monitoring tool set or some other thing, uh, APM, that can literally watch what's running inside of CF or Lucy. Well, if you don't see your request there, then it's not running. So then the question is, where else before CF could it be hung up? And it could be hung up in the web server connector. And whether you're using CF's connector or the bond code connector, or you're using um, maybe even a, a proxy, it could be anywhere. And so I'll try to show how you just want to diagnostically, step-by-step, step, look at each of the right tools to figure out where is this problem. And you know that's just a, an example, but there, there's a lot of uh, much more clear and obvious problems and solutions that I will cover. Yeah, well, that sounds great. So what's your favorite thing about teaching this workshop? Well, obviously helping people make their problems go away. I love that part of what I do for a living. And then by doing this workshop, I'm hoping to, again, educate people so that they're more self-sufficient and able to take these problems and make them go away in their environment. Absolutely. Very cool. Okay. Well, uh, obviously, uh, the workshops are coming up at Into the Box 2020 in May. Uh, we have two days of workshop, and Charlie is doing the second day. So if you're wanting to do another workshop, you can do one on the first day, and then you can pick Charlie's on the second day. Uh, you can register. Or another one on the second day. I understand. Yeah. <laughs> okay. But hopefully, uh, this, I mean, it sounds like a great workshop. If I wasn't teaching one, I'd like to see this too, because I'm, yeah. I'm always yeah. troubleshooting maybe stuff. Maybe someday I'll offer it again in some other means so that folks who don't make it to the box could see it, but I don't have any plans for that. So that's come to the conference. That's yep. where you'll see it. Exactly. And so you can register and online at intothebox.org. And yeah, yeah. Uh, it's going to be a fun conference. And so after the two days of workshop, we have the conference, which is two days and two tracks, and you're going to be speaking as well. So yep. what if no one is monitoring your DB server? So yeah, we'll talk about that in another interview. Yep. So we'll, we'll give you more details, but he will be there presenting as well. So thanks very much, Charlie, for coming on here and talking about your workshop. And again, we're grateful to have you uh, presenting your workshop there. And hopefully we get a, a good turnout for you. And yeah, a lot of people learn a lot of good things. Cool, man. Thanks for all you do. Talk to you later. No problem. Okay. Well, thanks, everybody. Remember, intothebox.org. Go get your tickets. Have a good one. Show notes for this episode can be found on conference.modernizerdie.io 
where you can also subscribe to your favorite podcast player like Spotify or iTunes. We also have a link to YouTube playlist to find more videos just like this. Music from this podcast is used under a royalty-free license from sound.com and bluetreeaudio.com.